You're listening to the Douglas Jacoby Podcast. Here we bring you some of the material found on Douglas's website in podcast form. We hope that as you listen, you are challenged to think about faith. Today, Douglas continues his series, A Tour Through John. Now looking at Lesson 22. For more on this episode, follow the link in the show notes to Douglas's website. Now here's today's teaching. Hello. This is Lesson 22 in our series, A Tour Through John. But we're not covering a chapter or even part of a chapter. It's review. And we're going to review by looking at some scriptures that are really uh, great passages for memory, I think. And I'm asking you to push yourself and do your best to learn, and I'll be learning these with you. Uh, Often it's mentioned that the Bible says, write the word on your heart. There are a number of passages that read like that. I'm not sure that that's really referring to scripture memory, though. I think writing in our heart is about our attitude, about our disposition and willingness to obey. But here's a passage that talks about memory. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise, and apply your heart to my knowledge, for it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, if all of them are ready on your lips. Proverbs 22, 17 to 18. So, of course, we want the word to be on our heart. This is not just a rote exercise. But if they're ready on our, on our lips, that means we're able to refer to them um, without having to look them up. So I've picked a verse uh, from each chapter that we've looked at so far. And I will explain the source of the verse. I'll read it. And then uh, a comment, brief comment on why it's important, why I think that's a good one to memorize. And uh, at the very end, I'll read all of them again before we pray. We start in chapter 1, verse 14. This is from the prologue. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. And I've read that one in the New King James Version, because I think they actually do better there than the New Revised Standard Version. Why is this one important? Because it's a concise statement of the incarnation. God becomes human. Chapter 2, verse 17. This is an observation from the 12. When Jesus cleansed the temple, his disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. They're remembering a messianic psalm. In fact, Psalm 69. Why is this important? What shows us the kind of person Jesus was and that quality of zeal, which characterizes the father as in Isaiah 59 characterizes Jesus here as in John 2 and should characterize you and me, uh, a zeal that we really um, have a a godly jealousy for the things of God. 3.30, this from John the Baptist, he must increase, but I must decrease. Now that's an easy one to memorize. It's important because it clarifies the relationship between John the baptizer and Jesus. There's no competition. They're complementary. Uh, To some extent, you can even say supplementary, as one uh, uh, shrinks, the other grows. But it's a very selfless prayer, and I love it. 424. Jesus to the Samaritan woman. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Well, this one explains the nature of the religion that God accepts, and true faith True religion is not bound to an institution or to a particular place or space. Jesus shows us that it's not spatial uh, when we connect with God, because you can connect with God absolutely anywhere in the world. 
But what uh, is key is the heart, and we need to have an attitude of truth, authenticity. 539 to 40, Jesus here speaking to the Pharisees. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is they that testify on my behalf, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. That's a passage full of irony. But why is it important? Because it's a warning not to become overconfident or overcomfortable with God's word. Discerning Christ is not an intellectual game. Uh, The stakes are very high. And Jesus certainly is in the scriptures. But we can read something, we can stumble across something without making the right step in response. And Jesus warns the Pharisees, but I'm listening in too. I hope you are also. 635. Jesus speaking to the remnants of the 5,000 that he fed. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Well, this is important because it's the first I am saying. And he's the bread of life. We thrive in Christ. Outside of him, of course, it's not going to work. 724, Jesus to the Jewish leaders. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Why is this important? Well, it's an exhortation to use our minds as we discern truth and error. No one uh, avoids making judgments, and there are many different kinds of judgment. We need to judge the right way and not just look on the surface of things or not be deceived by our own wrong motives. Powerful passage. 8.12, Jesus to the people. Again, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The second I am saying, and we see by the light of Christ. By his light, things make sense. Without the light of Christ, there's something that's just not right. Something doesn't make sense. Things don't connect. 9.25, here the blind man speaks to the Pharisees. He answered, I don't know whether he, Jesus, is a sinner. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. Well, this describes our Christian experience. It's also the source of a powerful uh, Christian hymn, um, Amazing Grace. 10, 7, and also verse 9, but 10, 7, Jesus speaks to the Pharisees. Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. I am the gate Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. Well, there is the third I am saying, Christ is the way to pasture. The Lord is our shepherd, makes us think of Psalm 23. Um, And that ties into the next saying, the next memory passage is 1011. Again, Jesus to the Pharisees, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. So that's the fourth I am statement. Christ is the messianic shepherd, the divine David figure of which we read in Ezekiel 34. And last, 11, 25 to 26, Jesus speaks to Martha. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live. Even though they die, whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? It's a great passage, ending with a question. That's the fifth I am statement. And we could read it, the one who believes in me will come back to life, as opposed to will live. Um, Certainly both are true. Christ is our future. He is the resurrection life. Now, if you uh, find yourself overwhelmed 
by the prospect of memorizing all these words. Firstly, if you're on in years, don't be too hard on yourself. Um, that's, not, uh, that's not unusual. In that case, what I would do is simply try to remember um, the, the location and the point. That is, think of chapter one, we have the incarnation. Even if you can't remember 114, just think, just know John 1, the incarnation. Better if you could memorize the verse number and the entire passage. But another way you can do if you're challenged in that way is just to remember part of the verse. Now, it's not necessary with he must increase, but I must decrease. Uh, but uh, with a passage like you search the scriptures, you know that, that was a longer one. Uh, you might just memorize, you refuse to come to me to have life. So you can pick part of it. There's no rule on this. The point is to uh, get it in our heart and on our lips. Well, these are the passages that I've chosen, and there'll be more um, at the end. Once we finish John 21, I'll be uh, sharing select passages from chapters 12 to 21. Uh, Before we pray, may I read these passages one more time. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. His disciples remembered that it was written, zeal for your house will consume me. He must increase, but I must decrease. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. It is they that testify on my behalf, yet you refuse to come to me to have life. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. He answered, I don't know whether he's a sinner One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will come back to life, even though they die. Whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? I hope that by taking this time to look at these passages, we're reminded where we are, we're making good progress through the book, but that we'll take seriously the admonition of Proverbs 22 to try to get these sayings on our lips and ready. Let's pray. Lord, for the day before us, for the readiness of your word, our recall, we ask your blessing. Give us a terrific day today, a time where we have impact on others, and maybe part of that impact will be that we remember uh, these scriptures in the right time. Help us to push ourselves, not to make excuses, yet you know that where we're weak, where we have shortcomings, there's grace. Help us not to be legalistic, but neither lazy. Thank you for Jesus Christ, for his amazing wisdom, and for the many glimpses into his heart and thus your heart throughout all these passages. Amen. Well, thanks for listening. Tomorrow we'll be studying uh, John chapter 12. Until then, bye-bye. 
We hope you enjoyed Douglas's teaching on a tour through John. For additional notes and resources, be sure to check out Douglas's website in the show notes. The website has hundreds of articles, podcasts, and videos for you to access for free. You can also become a premium subscriber and gain access to thousands of online resources from Douglas's teaching ministry. Thanks again for listening.